going to pour our Kool-Aid down the throats of a new global audience that's going to learn that it all started here tonight. Welcome back, everyone, to the Squared Circle podcast. Andy here. Joining me, as always, is my main man. He is the co-host of UKPW, head commentator, is the manager extraordinaire, Kieran Cross. It is Stefan Bennett. Stefan, welcome back to TFC. How are you doing, buddy? Oh, fantastic, Andy. Uh, I'm really glad we've got this coming up tonight. We've got the opportunity to do something, something else that I'm investing in, video games. I'm so excited. Hey, we're wrestling fans, right? Wrestling, uh, video games and wrestling, it's a joint relationship. And so welcoming now um, is one of the developers of a really intriguing concept, the one that I'm looking forward to hearing more about. He is the developer of Main Event Wrestling Manager. It's James. James, how are you doing, my friend? Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me on, guys. Cheers, Andy. Cheers. Uh, is it, do I, do I call you uh, Stefan or do I call you Kieran? You call me Stefan. You can call me Kieran. <laughs> we'll, we'll see which personality comes out. As uh, we go. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me on, guys. It's, um, it's, it's a pleasure to be here. Cheers. No, it's our pleasure to have you on. Just going back to what you call Kieran, uh, Stefan, I generally call him Sir. Um, sir. <laughs> he, he's about five foot taller than I am. Not saying that I'm oh. only two foot, but, you know, I'm, I'm short. <laughs> That, you know, uh, I see, I see, okay, okay. I'm a felt tall guy myself, man. So we'll, we'll have to see that. There <laughs> we go. Now, main event wrestling manager is it, it obviously does what it says on the tin, it's a wrestling management simulation game. But where is the inspiration for it come from? Tell us a bit about what this is all about. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, obviously. As you you know, as you guys said, wrestling and games go hand in hand. Um, with me, you know, I, I've I've been a fan since you know WWF No Mercy, a bit of you know SmackDown Just Bring It, and then when you started getting games involved like uh, SmackDown versus Raw, first brought in uh, the, gen- the general manager mode, um, I was I was hooked. Now me, I I love a good strategy game. I love you know RTSs and colony builders and all this kind of stuff. So when I found GM mode. Um, you know, but before then, I was the kind of guy to go on like SmackDown. Here comes the pain, and I'd be sat in my room with my controller going, "And oh my god, here comes the Rock! He's just interfered in the match!" And you know, I would I would play out these storylines in my head. So having the ability to actually like build those storylines and build that universe inside of a game, and then having the the extra. Um, sort of push of you know micromanaging like budgets and schedules and everything like that. It was um, it was it was a massive thing for me. I sunk so many hours into the original SmackDown versus Raw when it brought when it brought in that mode. Um, so then, obviously, going a bit further down the line, then you know you had uh, some more other iterations of it, and then it went quiet for a, a long time. And obviously, you had you know projects come out like Total Extreme Wrestling, uh, Pro Wrestling Sim. And, you know, obviously, uh, you know, to name, to name a few of those anyway. And, bes- and besides those kind of really text-heavy games, they, I felt like there was something lacking in the market for me. And it was kind of like that 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 sort of joint, that, that, that balance between something that's a sandbox, you know, something you can build the universe yourself and explore that universe, and then something that's visually engaging and something that's really sort of, you know, keeps you on the edge of your seat and makes you sort of really excited to just continue progressing in it. 
Um, so I started developing an idea for um, for main event, and it was something that really just sort of started off as a passion project. And uh, about I think it was about eight months. Hello, dog. Sorry. <laughs> about <laughs> sorry, my dog just walked in the room. That's um, fun. <laughs> yeah, about I say about maybe about six to eight months of development. Um, SmackDown, uh, I'm sorry, uh, WWE 2K22's GM mode was teased. It was just like slightly announced, like there was a rumor of it and it got like hit off. And I kind of went, ah. <laughs> so, um, but but yeah, like I think the, the, the initial like inspiration for me was was that that like idea of that sandbox into the wrestling world and being able to actually create your own brand and compete for, you know, ratings and stuff like that. Just that was really cool to me, being able to like, have that full control. So you've mentioned some of the other ones there. I mean, we'll touch on the, the WWE lineage in a second because there's so many conversations you can go down about Just Bring It and, and No Mercy, possibly oh, the two yeah, greatest definitely. wrestling games. In and then just put it out there as well. Sorry, Andy, just put it out there. The um, as much as much as it was welcome uh, to have GM mode back in WWE 2K22, it absolutely sucks. Like it's oh, too yeah, and that is the problem. See, so basically, James, what he described is what all of us were like in our bedrooms or with our friends, loading up the PS2 or the Xbox, playing these WWE games, and. Like, you know, I'm wanting to book storylines and things like that. that. That is essentially what we do. Because it happened, it started off with Hasbro figures and then it went to Jack's figures. And then it <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah, it's exactly, exactly how it plays out. I used to so, be there, I used to yeah. be with my little camera fil- filming. I guess yep. funny you say that. I used to be with my little camera and I would film little stop motion things of my own stories. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. But if you still got some of those, you should release them on YouTube. They'd they'd be... Oh, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, no, 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 definitely not. But no, exactly what what Stefan said. Um, I'll I'll be honest, you know, know, some people people have started going more towards it, but I'm I'm still very much in the idea that, unfortunately, um, they've tried to refine the core basics of GM mode. And by doing that, they kind of lost a lot of the spark that the original general manager mode had. So like, don't get me wrong, what works does work. But, um, you know, for instance, there's one thing that the, I believe it was SmackDown versus Raw 2008 had the um, a storyline writer that you could buy. So like you would buy a storyline writer and you'd basically be able to unlock your storylines. And that was an awesome idea. And that's, um, funnily enough, that's actually one that um, I may or may not be, you know, taking inspiration from in one of my features for main event because they just they they didn't have it. They 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 didn't bother having any of that kind of idea in you know the latest iteration of general of GM mode, and it's it's also something that is kind of lacking. I find in other games, um, you know, that might be a bit of a hot take for some people, but um, yeah, I just I feel like having that kind of not necessarily you know, having to create every single storyline yourself, but being able to essentially hire a writer, I think like that that's quite a cool little idea to have there as well. Mm. It's an, it's a bit like the fighting spirit game on PS4 yes. by the yes. GM mode, and then you can you can do it that way as well, can't you? That's an intriguing. I, I I get lost in that game, so 
<laughs> it's it's not one I've I've played much of. I've I've heard it and obviously I've done a little bit of research into it, but I've not really played much of it. I mean, is it any good? Is it any, is it decent? It's it's good. It's very clunky. So ah. if you think if you think the WWE uh, GM modes are clunky, then try playing Fighting Spirit because it's even worse. Um, okay. It's kind of what you expect, though. You know, the old eight bit characters and stuff coming down in the and the yeah. GM side of it is exactly the same, which. It brings us to an interesting kind of area because you, you've mentioned the, the predecessors of, of TEW and PW uh, Remastered, etc. being text-based. Yours is very much visually stimulating. Is, is that because you wanted to, to change the mold in terms of what these games look like and give it a more higher five-star appeal and visualization? Well, f- firstly, thanks. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I guess um, it was uh, the the one thing that kind of that kind of gets me now. Um, I I do come from a uh, design background, so um, I like I I'm very much a sucker for a good user interface. Any anything that can like keep my attention and it looks clean, it looks nice. It's it's just something like that. It just strikes something up inside me. So unfortunately, like I wanted to enjoy other you know other like games like this so much but the problem that they face and i i don't know whether it's because of you know maybe lack of design skills or maybe it's because there's just so much information to cram in but because of that all i can do is really just say that some some of these just are lacking in that graphical interface section so you know as i said it could probably just be because there's so much stuff to cram in but what i've tried to do is modernize that feet modernize that that look and that feel you know bring it into the 21st century so it doesn't look like it runs on microsoft you know like windows xp um and just stuff like that because you know i, I do feel that we we are hitting that we are hitting the period now where people want something they can they can jump into they don't have to scroll through loads of text to find out how to do a basic thing um the one thing that i've sort of tried to do with main event is i like the idea of having a game which quite like the the original GM modes is very easy to pick up and get into. So you can you know you can you can start off, you can create create promotion, start hiring talent, and booking matches within like ten minutes. Um, so that's great. You can start playing it off the bat. But then if you want to delve a bit further into it, if you want to start looking into you know um, storyline writers and brand deals and how you know, statistics stack up against other things and start looking into that. You can, you can definitely go into it. I want the whole kind of like easy to learn, difficult to master aspect. And I feel like being able to sort of give people a little bit of that on the on the basis. So like making, so that, you know, allowing the, the user interface and the menus to be a lot more simplified on at first, is, a, is an easier way to introduce people into that simple side. And then when they start going, hmm, well, I actually want to know how to, in- I, w- I want to look at this title. And I want to see how I can increase the value of this title. I want to look at my target audiences and see how I can tweak my matches to appease uh, a, um, an ultra-violent audience. And they can go in and they can do that. And then that's when you'll start to see the real meat behind the, uh, behind the curtain, so to speak. I love that concept of being able to have, as you said, you know, easy to learn, difficult to master. I, I love that. It's almost catering for people 
who want to sort of, you know, if they just want to have just a little bit of fun and of the basis of it, they've got that. But if they really want to learn and delve into, you know, more of what it's like the hardcore side of running a promotion, booking shows, every minor detail, they've got the option to learn how to do that. And I think that's a fantastic concept. I, I really do that. That's really exciting. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's, it's something that I've definitely tried to do is like, um, for instance, there's there's an entire back office which um, which is uh, when when you first go onto your on, onto your your main uh, onto your main promotion within the game, there's actually just one little section which says office. But then once you click into that, you have the full you have, you have access to you know talent scouting, developmental training, and then within all that is obviously things like so. For instance, developmental training is actually buying and choosing areas where you want that to be, you know, where you want your, your development centers to, to sort of start off, how tough you want the training, keeping an eye on your trainees, seeing what you can do in regards to like building up their characters. It all allows you to sort of trickle down into the more nitty gritty side of it, whilst, you know, you can still just go up and cover the, the, the umbrella of it. It really is like being a Jedi Padawan to a Jedi Master, isn't it? By the time you work through the game. <laughs> Start yeah, definitely. And yeah, exactly. That's that's the plan. Like <clears throat> the um the whole idea is, you know, go in, you can create a promotion and go, cool. I've 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 been doing pretty well. I've been I've been earning like a few hundred pounds or dollars doing these doing these little shows. I've got a few of my little guys go in, and then you have someone who's been playing the game for a bit longer. Go, ah, yeah, but you know, have you tried doing this brand deal or, or have, have you got any developmental guys yet? Because they cost less, which means that, you know, you can make more of a profit on your shows and that means you can buy them. And like, you know, there's, there's a whole like hierarchy of, you know, um, what's the word? I would say there's a hierarchy of like the niche sectors of it. So I'm planning on having people who, the, the idea is that I want, like there's, there's gotta be a set community of people who really like look into the developmental sector get these little guys off the street and train them up and then make them really cheap, but really loyal, really good, high, high ranking people who like, well, they can like sell out to other shows and stuff. And I want there to be people who are experts in target audiences, experts in making money and making fans and social media and all this kind of stuff. And all of those people can be their own little subgenres of the game. I'm really fascinated to know how do you develop this? I mean, do you go to various promotions and and, and speak to the, the bookers and the CEOs and stuff and go, how does it work? Or is this, you know, you know it, this is the brain, it's just research. How do you go into, how do you first start this development phase? So um, I've, so I, I am, I'm a previous, I, I've previously got a bit of wrestling experience myself. Um, unfortunately, I, I did have to stop. I, I almost broke my neck twice. Um, right. So that put, that put me out of action. But um, obviously down the line, you know, I've, I've developed a few contacts within the wrestling community. You know, I've, I know a few, quite a few people who have gone on to develop wrestling schools and develop promotions. And, you know, also people who have made their way up to, you know, the likes of WWE, the likes of um, Impact and stuff like that. You know, um, so there comes a sort of a mix of that previous experience, being able to sort of like speak to the people. Um, I've been quite lucky in the way that, um, when I started off this project, um, I took the information that I knew and I took the the previous, you know, the previous research from games like WWE, from games like TW and EWR, um, you know, so I took everything that they had, 
tried to refine it, tried to sort of come up with some some problems that I had playing these games, and then also speak to these people who I know. Once social media started with us, you know, I was able to to, to contact people with you know um, around the world and sort of ask, okay, so how do you run your promotion? So you know, I, I've spoken to <clears throat> like the the small family friendly you know carnival shows all the way up to, you know, Lee McDeer at, at Progress and TNT. And then obviously speaking to the guys at CCW in America and just all across the board, you know. So it's it's been a lot of information to take in and it's just been a lot of reflection and back to the drawing board. Okay, so this this isn't how it actually works. This is how we should do it. This is how we can make that more playful. This is how, you know, it's, it's, it's been a long process. <laughs> what a journey to go on I mean definitely what an absolute journey and what a an, uh, an honor it is to kind of put this out and for people to pick it up and play it and and realize from hearing you how much work you put into it because you know I, I don't know the first thing about developing a game I could develop a podcast but you know the <laughs> thing about developing a game no idea um and in fairness I get lost I and Stefan will tell you I was booking TEW for doing a thing for the TSC and I've got absolutely lost because it is so detailed and you don't know. So the being able to yeah. start as a as an apprentice and then work your way up to a to an expert, it's a brilliant thing for the for a novice person to pick one up. One thing I, I'm I'm liking as well from the uh, the stuff that you have uh, shared on social media already, some of the uh, screenshots and that, and I'm looking at like the match cards that are set up and I'm recognizing faces of people I know personally mm. and I'm thinking, oh, that's cool. So when it comes to talent, uh, do you reach out to the talent individually? Um, do you speak, just speak to the people that run the promotions and ask uh, for permission to include them? How do you go about getting the um, uh, the, the inclusion of the talent, et cetera? And, um, and is it going to be more, um, to begin with, like more British-based and then build from there or is it just going to be like globally from the outset? So... Um... So uh, basically, when I when I first started off, um, I had the initial idea of okay, so I want to make it completely, um, completely user based, user generated content. So I wanted to have the initial idea that people can go in, they can upload their own rosters and stuff like that. Honestly, it gets rid of a legal issue for me if it's user generated content. There's not really a lot of copyright involved with that. So people can have WWE rosters, AEW rosters, whatever they want, but um. So I want to just have like a few sort of random generated people involved. But I was like, you know what? To be fair, British wrestling hasn't had its chance in the spotlight when it comes to the video game world. We never have. So I came up with the idea of, okay, I I have somewhat of um I have somewhat of knowledge of, of the the British and obviously on myself, I'm Welsh. So you know the, the Welsh wrestling world as well. Um so I wanted to include as many people from that as I possibly can. And as the project has grown, that has also grown as well. Um, the way that I've planned development for, well, the way I did plan development um, until very recently was um, it's going to be region-based. So the initial the initial release of the game, early access of the game will be, um, will be British wrestling-based. So not necessarily only on British wrestling, but your main first region that you can select is to, to start off in Britain. And that is, that's not saying that people can't go in and 
create their own regions. So, you know, someone can make their own region for America, Europe, Mexico, Russia, you know, um, anything of, you know, Japan, anything like that. But the base main event game will have a largely British-based talent. Um, but we do also have, uh, obviously, you know, people from Europe, people from America, people from Japan um, involved as well. And these people based on where so so when you first start off obviously you know you'll start off in in the united kingdom when you when you play the game you realize that these specific people um they will have special you know they'll have a fee within their contract signing so you know in order to actually bring these people over for shows or to sign them over to your to your show you'll need to pay like a, a travel fee for them to basically bring them in from america to your region um that was until very recently um I'm not sure if if you guys have heard the news with Indie Pro 22. Yeah, it's it's closed down, unfortunately, hasn't it? Um, um yes. And they so, moved in with you. Yeah. So, um, uh, obviously, we could, I talk, I'm happy to talk a bit more about that in in a bit. But essentially, because of what's happened with Indie Pro 2022, we have been very, um, once again, very lucky. You know, um, James West of Valdrix Games is is an incredibly hard worker. Um, but because of what's happened with them, they decided to choose main event as as their sort of predecessor. So, um, not predecessor is the what's what's the next one in the line? Processor, successor, successor, something. Successor. So yeah, yeah, we'll call it a successor. But they've decided to choose us as you know the ones who can be responsible for their database. So because of that, we now have a very large American database. So you know that, and obviously. Being a British, being a British guy, you know, I don't have a lot of contacts in America. So being able to have that, you know, initial data from the start, from the get-go, means that hopefully, and there's a big hopefully, when we do start early access or you know, at least the full release, we can have the um those regions being either Britain or America and having those uh those those regional like differences um happen each way. So yeah, um, I guess to answer your question, yeah, we are looking at mainly focusing on the the British side of things, um, especially up until up until that that release date. Um, but we are looking to once the game does release, we'll be looking to then establish um, establish more data within the other the other territories as well, and you know being able to sort of bring that in with some you know like free dlc free expansion packs and just being able to push that out as far as we possibly can i mean you've got the the power of the mods as well uh, which we know with uh, previous games that we mentioned like uh, tw etc the mods are the ones that basically keep it alive they're always uh, releasing um mods where you get the latest uh, changes in rosters and keeping things updated so that is also a fantastic thing to have as well available. Uh, as you said, if people want to use AEW, WWE, Impact, etc., um, mods usually, they, they, they live for uh, things like this. So that's also a great, great thing to have as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing about mods that I found was um, usually with, once again, with these games, um, they have, uh, I'm not sure if you know much about the modern community, but because of the the format of how these games are made, um, it's almost a bit restrictive in how you can make the mods for it. Like you specifically have to go out and find these mods. So it makes it quite difficult um, or time consuming. So the one thing that I want to do from the get-go is I wanted to be able to introduce mods as early as possible. Um, that was actually one of the big main reasons why I've gone for a Steam release 
is because instead of having to go onto a certain website to find mods for 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 you know um, these these games, the Steam Workshop provides you know seamless integration with mods. Just get click click a little plus button and it's on the game instantly. Um, but as well as that, um, I've tried to make it as mod friendly as possible. So you know, rosters, promotions, um, companies, uh, broadcasting brands, all of these areas are completely moddable. So I mean, the one thing that I'm obviously doing is is you know we we have broadcasting deals. So um, we're currently talks with a, a few streaming services and a few uh, like you know uh, companies who can handle that. But you know if you want to be able to have your show on BBC One. You can go in and add a mod for BBC One, who will then contact you and say, "We want to do, we want to host host this next pay per view on our, on BBC One." You know, so I want to be able to obviously have all that. Plus, you know, anyone can open up Google Sheets and create a create a full CSV of your fantasy thing, and it'll flow seamlessly into the game. So you don't have to mess around with like. Uh, JSON editors or you know any specific kinds of data it's literally you can open up a spreadsheet which I'm not sure about you guys but you know fantasy bookers we love our spreadsheets so being able to have a full-blown spreadsheet with all that data and then just importing in the game press import and it's all there for you okay. it's just that's that's something that I really really wanted to do that's incredible. And I'll be uh, making sure that for uh, my first pay-per-view live on BBC One, we'll have a TV license on a poll, man. <laughs> yes, definitely. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All I've got in my head at the moment is Strictly Come Wrestling on a Saturday evening at 7.45. That's, that's, it. that's yes. it. Strictly Come Wrestling. <laughs> wrestling on ice. Gotta be um, done. Gotta okay. be done. Right. No. Come yeah, actually, let's not go there. Let's not go there. <laughs> yeah. Wrestle Island instead of Love Island. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. let's do it. Come wrestle with me on Channel 4. Wait, is, isn't, isn't there a... There's, I'm sure there's a promotion called Wrestle Island, isn't there? The Great British Wrestle-Off. We'll have the Great British Wrestle-Off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's an entire BBC One, BBC One um, promotion there somewhere. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> this just just hearing about all this. I mean, it's making obviously I've played T E W and others, uh, the predecessors before, but from what you've explained and the almost complete and utter entire freedom that uh, players will be able to have, I mean, it's so exciting to hear that you can just do every little minor piece of detail you can have uh, an input in and have uh, and you can deal with it. It's so it's really exciting. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, like one one thing that <clears throat> one thing that I wanted to do is um, I wanted to give people that control, but I didn't want to overload them with it. So um, obviously, you know, one thing that you can do is by all means you can, can you can micromanage it as much as you want. So for even like when it comes to sort of booking matches, so you can say, okay, so <clears throat> I want um, I don't know, we'll say we'll say I want Dave Mastiff to win over Big Demo. I want it to be a clean victory and I want it to include a chair shot spot. So you can have it like sort of being like that. I want the intention to be to push this rivalry and to make Dave Mastiff look good and really micromanage it. Or you can go, I want a singles match between Dave Mastiff and Big Demo, figure it out. And the AI will go, the AI will obviously be able to, to push forward and go, okay, so we know that Dave Mastiff is relentless. We know that Big Demo is a powerhouse. So because of that, we'll have a, we'll we'll do this specific spot. But in the end, 
Dave Massive is going to win because he's got this specific set of skills over De- over Big Demo. Plus, we plus currently Dave Mastiff is more over than Big Demo. I, I don't want to don't want to say that in real life. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sorry. Look, Demo, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mate. But um, no, like so we we like what I've been able to try and do is sort of provide people with you know an AI that's 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 experienced enough to go. So we know we know when someone's over. We want we know when someone is is doing well for themselves. So we know that we're going to want them to win because of that. Or you know, if there's going to be an upset, it's because of this specific reason. And and we've we, I'm really trying to to push forward like a smart AI, just so you can pick up the like even if you've got like five ten minutes, go okay. So I want to make a quick quick event, five ten minutes. Let's go. Press simulate, and it's all done for you. Wow, that's that's yeah. that's that's amazing. Yeah, shout out to any mod, uh, any potential modders listening in. Get some celebrities and that uh, created uh, to be able to go into the game because oh, yeah. I want a book for my alter ego, Kieran Across, to go and uh, lay out Boris Johnson with my cane and <laughs> stuff him in a dumpster. Yes, that's, that's what I want to be able to do. That's <laughs> what I want to be able to do. Or anything for quite a while. Um, you, you, you've mentioned a few times about the early access date and the release date. Can you tell us when that's going to be? Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, I'll, I'll tell you what the plans are. So um, you can see on Steam currently we're planning on getting early access out um, around about, we're looking sort of December to very, very early January for the um, for, for early access. Um, a little bit before then for some closed uh, closed play testing. Um, that is going to probably be sort of trickled out first to Patreon uh, Patreon uh, supporters, then to Discord community supporters, um, and then to um, to the the general Steam public. Um, and then obviously, yeah, we're looking to then go go early access towards the end of the year, very very early next year, if 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 the absolute latest. Fantastic! Can't oh, wait. So very soon. That's that's brilliant. Hopefully, that's that's it's a big it's a big hope, and you know I I won't I'm, I won't lie like you know early access will be as it says in the tin it's it's very early access you know it's going to be a case of we're going to have certain certain parts certain parts of that will be you know the the baseline uh, when we first release into early access but what I'm looking to do is have you know there's there's going to be a solid system so you can obviously. Start playing, booking matches, growing that you know, grow, growing that brand out um, early on. Um, hopefully, within that first release as well, we'll also be including um, our online leaderboards. So hopefully, you know, you can already start getting that initial build in place, and then we'll be releasing sort of like uh, the updates to include packs. So like there'll be a development update. So we'll really start to hone in on that you know developmental area and that logistics area and you know staff management area and so on and so forth that's that's the plan (laughs) i'm looking at your steam page now and it just i've literally i was just going to say as you was explaining that i've literally just uh added it to my wish list and click follow so i'm good to go for when it's available to 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 get I'm, i'm i'm snapping that straight up amazing amazing thank you so much cheers do you know one of the things that I love about it? Again, looking at it on Steam is the fact that you've got reputational, reputable brands like WrestleTalk featured in there, and you know 
<clears throat> anybody else that you want to put in there you kind of uh, <laughs> you, uh, you, <laughs> you, you kind of you know you kind of already yeah. have in there it brings it that realism that that realistic view that only are you playing the guys like dave mastiff from you know who the most common fan would know from nxt uk and we all know him as a legend in the uk scene um and big demo and ivalice but you've got that brand recognition there of wrestle talk as well brilliant really really yeah, definitely that's that's one thing that we wanted to do i mean the one massive part of um of main event um you know this this might might sound a bit silly coming from a guy who's developing a game and putting a price tag on it but um the one thing that I never, the one thing I don't want to do is I, I don't want this to make me stinking rich. I'm not, I'm not doing this for like, you know, the, 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 the payout of it. In fact, the one thing that I'm actually looking to do is um, current, currently in, in talks with some of my team, we're looking to put about 80% of the 80% of the proceeds of the game back into the industry. Um, so um, the one thing that we want to do is uh, when, when this game does come to light and we do start obviously charging people for the game, we want we want to make it completely clear from the from the outset that people who are involved in the game, we want to try and give back to them. Um, the promotions are involved. We want to give back to them, even down to you know Wrestle Talk or you know all this you know maybe some other podcasts or media <laughs> facilities. You know, oh, any, oh, anyone, what are you talking about there? <laughs> and basically, the way we want to do it is that anyone involved in the wrestling industry, we want to give back to. So mm. um, even down to, uh, you know, we've we've had some people in the community who um, we've, we've spied. They, they're not actually featured in the game, but um, we've already got plans in, plans in mind to, you know, help do things like just, just small bits, like help funding, um, ring crew equipment, and just, you know, being able to, you know, uh, like pr- provide like banners or something, just something, just to, to help a little bit towards the industry that have made that's made this game successful. So if if you know, if, if we can do that in the way of royalties or or payouts or something like that, that's something that we want to definitely take on board. That's just incredible. Yeah. I mean, full respect to you guys for doing that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I just like I like the idea of uh, uh, of me. Oh, sorry, Kieran Cross, um, potentially uh, doing a bit of a swerve and managing Dave Mastiff or something like that. <laughs> I love some of that. Unleash, <laughs> unleash Dave Mastiff on yeah, on a promotion. I love that. Exactly. Well, exactly. When, the, when the game comes out, you, you can mod it and, and make that a reality. It's not a problem. At all. I might even pair that big demo and Dave Mastiff and really, really unleash that. <laughs> God. The unstoppable tag team right there. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it's been an absolute privilege having you on talking about this game because it's really amazing to see how passionate you are about it. And that just comes across when you're when you're talking about the products and it looks absolutely beautiful. It looks amazing. So can't wait to to play it. Um hopefully by the end of this year, or as you said, the beginning part of 2023. Who knows? But Fingers crossed, it all goes well. I think we've got so much more we could talk to you about, but time is running on. Would you be up for coming back on to have an all-round conversation about wrestling and video games? Yeah, oh, God, yeah, 100%. I could talk about it all day. (laughs) 
Absolutely. And obviously, uh, we can, we'll keep everyone updated. Uh, we'll stay in touch with James. And we'll keep everyone updated with the latest uh, updates of what's going on. Obviously, head over to Facebook and go on Steam. Main event wrestling manager is available if you want to add to your wish list or follow to be kept updated with everything possibly can, because uh, this is no doubt going to be an absolute winner in, uh, from what we're hearing and from what we're seeing as well. So, um, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you, James, and thank you very much for coming on. It's, it's, it's no, been a pleasure. Thank, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. And it's an absolute, absolute pleasure. Um, <clears throat> by all means, uh, if you guys want, um, I'm happy to uh, to chuck some, chuck some maybe maybe some little, some little freebie Steam keys your way as a thank you for having wow, me on. thank you very much. It's no problem. No Brilliant. Problem James... Absolute pleasure having you on the show. Stay with us for just a second. We're going to go uh, and get ready for the next TSC podcast, which happens uh, next week. Uh, stay tuned across all the social media. Check out maineventgame.com, the official website of Main Event Wrestling Manager, for more information on that. Plus, team, as Stefan mentioned, we'll put all the links in the narrative, both here on the audio and on YouTube as well. James, once again, thank you so much for your time. Uh, Stefan, as always, a pleasure, boss. And uh, I'll see you next week. Until that point, we'll be at the matches, guys. Take care.